Okay, welcome back to the Author Speaker Podcast.org. O-R-G. Author Speaker Podcast.org. I'm your host, Steve Siebel. Thanks for dropping by and listening or watching whatever way you consume your podcast. Remember to subscribe to the podcast, Author Speaker Podcast.org. The top right hand corner it says subscribe. And we'll send you an email every week saying, you know, dropping the new episode. Okay, so today we're going to talk about the front end of the speaking business versus the back end. Okay, if you don't know what those are, the front end is the speech, is the keynote speech, let's say. The back end is what you sell at your speech. And let me put it to you this way. The front end is the showpiece. All right, that's where you do the song and dance. That's what we teach in the Bill Gove Speech Workshop. That's the keynote, okay? And that's very, very important. No question about it. It's critical. It is the greatest marketing tool I have ever seen in 35 years of building businesses in 10 countries around the world. I have never seen anything like it. I do TV shows three to four days, three to four days a week. I mean, I, I get in front of millions of people every year on TV, and it doesn't sell anywhere near what a keynote speech sells. And I, and I mean, just the credibility of the keynote, the business that's developed from the keynote, the promotion that's done, you just can't beat it. And I, I don't totally understand why exactly. You'd think it'd be, it'd be more profitable. Go on the Today Show, Good Morning America, all these shows, CNN, Fox. I was a regular on Fox Business Network for a couple of years. And it still didn't get me the level of business that the keynote speech has got me. So there's no question. And that's why we teach you at the Bill Gove Speech Workshop. That's the number one you know, keynote. If you're listening to this, you might be a graduate. Number one keynote speaking workshop in the world since 1947. I mean, it's a 75-year-old program. It teaches keynote speaking skills. And that's it. And it, I went in 1996 to change my life. Zig Ziglar went to it. You know, uh, Bob Proctor went to it. You know, you name it. Everyone that's anybody has pretty much been through that program. And it teaches keynote speaking. It does not teach the back end of the business. But the keynote is what gets you the back end of the business. The back end of the business is typically training contracts, consulting contracts, coaching contracts. It could be product sales. It could be membership site sales. It could be any kind of a, any kind of deals, really, that you're getting on the back end. And typically, the back end far exceeds the profit of the front end. The back end's where all the money is. I mean, to put it just bluntly, it's really, it's like in golf. You know, I don't know if you're a golfer or not. I hate golf. I really do. I hate golf. I just do. I'm sorry. I hate golf. No one hates golf in America. Everybody loves golf. I hate golf. But but I've lived on four golf courses, and I hate golf, which is really stupid if you think about it. But anyway, another story. But in golf, I, I've been around golf because I've been a member of so many clubs. Um, because, you know, if you're a tennis member, if you're a tennis club person, I mean, a tennis player, you, there's got to be a golf club because a tennis club doesn't make any money. So the golf has to prop up the tennis club in terms of money. So there's always a golf club with a tennis club if it's any good, typically, because there's no money in tennis in terms of clubs. But um, in golf, you've heard this before, I'm sure. If you haven't, it makes a lot of sense. You drive the ball. You drive for dough, for, for, for show. I'm sorry. Let me say that again. You drive for show and you putt for dough. You drive the ball for show. You putt for dough. In other words, everyone said, how far do you drive? What's your, it's like weightlifting. How much weight can you bench? It's like, what's the difference? How, many weight, how much weight you can bench? <laughs> get to the gym. That's the most important thing. Put down the donut. Get to the gym. I don't care how much weight you bench unless you're, you know, you're going to be a bodybuilder or Olympic weightlifter. But that's what people talk about. You know, at the 19th hole at the bar. How much? How far did you drive the ball? But what they say in golf, and I'm not an expert because I hate golf, but what the uh, what I've heard pros talk about and experts and good golfers say is that putting is where the money is. Drive for show, 
Putt for dough. Okay, front end of the business, a keynote speech, that's a show. Yeah, you do get paid for it and it pays well, you know, but the back end is the dough. That's where you make all the money. That's why I tell people, in the, we just did a Bill Gove speech workshop here last weekend at the mansion. And uh, we do, we do, we're doing about 12 of these a year now, now post-COVID. And, um, and it's fun. We had people in from Europe and around the country. And I told them, I said, you know, I said, a lot of times people come to the, the speech workshop and they say, I don't care about making money. I just want to promote my law practice. I just want to promote my dental practice. I just want to, you know... Um, you know, promote my business. I want to talk about my legacy. I want to give back to the community. I'm 75 years old. And I just want to share my wisdom, share my story, whatever. I don't care about getting paid. That's what they're saying, bottom line. And I say, well, that's, that's okay. But what if you just could get paid anyway? What if you're good enough to get paid? And would you, would you turn the money down? Because if I said that, because I, I had heard the back end was where the money was when I got in the speaking business, right? Because I had some pretty good mentors. I had Bill Gove. As my mentor. He was my business partner for the last five years of his life. He was the father of professional speaking. I mean, how lucky was I, right? I mean, geez, um, who could blow that deal? And luckily, I didn't. But, um, but you know, I had all these mentors saying, oh, the money's in the back end. Larry Wilson, the highest grossing corporate speaker of all time, exceeding by a long shot even Tony Robbins. This guy... You know, Wilson Learning's in, in 85 countries around the world. I mean, it's a gigantic organization. Larry founded it in 1965. So I had people like Larry Wilson, Bob Proctor, you know, all these giants, you know, Don Hudson, uh, Bill Brooks, the late Bill Brooks is another one, Nito Cobain. I mean, these monster business people that just were very, very savvy and skilled and, and sophisticated in this business when I got in. They'd been in it for many years and were multi, multi-millionaires. Um, they, were tell, they told me, they coached me and said, Steve, the back, it's all the back end. They were totally right. So I could have, and I thought about it. I went to Bill Gove, as a matter of fact, and I even said, why don't I just forego the keynote speaking fee? It's all the money's in the back end. He goes, well, the money is in the back end, but what if you could just get the fee anyway in addition to the back end? And I said, well, can you do that? He goes, yes, if you're good. And I'm going to make sure you're good because you're going to follow my system. And that's the Bill Gove Speech Workshop system, which I, which I learned, you know, obviously very well. And um, I've been doing it so long. I say obviously because I've been doing it for 25 years. I ought to be pretty decent at it. Um, there are people that are better. But I know it really, really well because I've studied it so long. And it was with Bill on the road for five years and that kind of thing. But I told the group this, this, this weekend, this past weekend at the mansion, um, that came in for the speech workshop. I said, look, because they, they would, some of those, they were all mostly business people and they were growing businesses. And most of them, they're, they're wealthy people. And they, they said, you know, I don't really need to charge for it. I said, well, if I would have done that and followed that, I'm not saying you can't do that, but consider charging for the keynote, getting good enough to charge for the keynote as well. You don't have to be the greatest speaker in the world. You don't have to be Zig Ziglar or Les Brown or Jeannie Robertson or Bill Gove or any of these, you know, phenomenally talented speakers. You don't, You just have to be competent. You have to be good. You have to have some basic things that you have to do. You don't have to win best speaker in the world. Believe me, so many of these people that win these big speaking awards don't make any money. They're just really good speakers. Okay, so it's, you don't, it's, there's a, you reach a point in your skill set as a speaker where you're really good. You know how to entertain a live audience. Yes, there are people that can do it way better, but you're really good at it. And then you stay at that level. You try to get a little better each year. And then you focus on the business. Because there's a point of diminishing return where it doesn't matter how much greater you are as a speaker or better you are as a speaker. It's a point of diminishing return. You only have to be so good to build a solid 
seven-figure, you know, six or seven-figure business or even eight-figure business um, as, a, as a professional speaker. So I told the group this weekend, I said, look, if I would have, for, if I would have you know, let the, the, the keynote speaking fees go, I'd be out $16 million because that's, that's what I made roughly uh, before COVID shut down over the years. I made about $16 bucks in keynote speaking fees. Now, we made far more than that in training contracts because we did long-term turnarounds for companies. I mean, long-term training contracts and turnarounds for companies and, um, and, uh, and consulting fees and coaching fees and you know, licensing fees and all the things we learned to do on the back end. That's where we made our real money. But I still wouldn't have the $16 million I made in speeches. So why not take the 16 million or whatever you make? There are other people that made a lot more than me, you know? So the, the money's there, but just understand that the front end is mostly, yes, get speaking fees. If you're speaking for free, consider not doing that anymore. You know, I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm not saying, you know, it's just that it, people tend to value what they pay for. So think about that. There's something to consider, get good enough to charge and then charge the fee, at least think about it. But that's not, in my opinion, if that's all you do is give speeches, it's, it's not really a business, it's a job. It's a good job. It's a good career. But if you're not speaking, you're not making any money. It's like, you know, those guys have died on the vine in the last two years. They died during the recession in 08, 07, 08, 09. Because I was chairman of the Million Dollar Speakers Group at National Speakers Association during that time. I was in the group at that time. Um, starting in, I guess, 2009, I think we started it. And uh, I was I chaired it in 2011 when the when the recession was still pretty tough on speakers. It wiped out half the speaking industry because that's all people had. That's all they had was a speech. And then you know then there were some good years, and now we get then all of a sudden 2020 hits and we get COVID. In two years, there's no speeches. You know the speakers are saying, oh, you're telling me all I'm getting calls from all over the country. People are saying, oh, we'll do it on Zoom. We'll charge the same thing. No, you won't. No, you won't. And most of them didn't because it's a live event medium. That's what it is. It's 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 80% entertainment for a keynote. It's hard to entertain people on Zoom unless you're a comedian, you know? Uh, so it didn't work. And a lot of those speakers went broke. I know a lot of speakers who are making, you know, a million dollars a year and more, and they're out of business because of COVID. They had nowhere to speak. I, I mean, it's pretty tough. But they didn't have anything on the back end. They had no business. They had a job. They had a career, which is fine. And who could see a shutdown coming, a worldwide shutdown? I mean, it's never happened in any of our lifetimes. So I'm not blaming them for it or putting them down. But it, they, they weren't fortified because they didn't have a back end business. You want both. In my opinion, you want both. A lot of times people come in and they say, you know, like I say, and they'll say, I just got the back end or they'll come and say, I just want the front end. Why not have both? Why not build a multidimensional business model where you're getting paid when you work and paid when you sleep? It makes sense to me. I don't know. I'm not, you know, Elon Musk or Richard Branson or Warren Buffett or any, you know, bun like that. But, um, but if you work the front end and the back end of the speaking business, you'll have a much more profitable business and you'll sleep better at night because if the speeches dry up, you'll still make a living. I mean, I my speeches dried up for COVID too. I've given, I've literally given since 2020, February, we shut down because I was on this, this uh, book, uh, a tour, book tour, a media tour. I got caught in Texas at Fox News in Texas where they shut everything down. And then we did all the interviews, of course, on Zoom. I did 235 interviews so far for that book. But the speeches died. I've probably given seven, eight. I don't even think I've given 10 speeches since February 2020. Because there haven't been any places to go. Our clients are, are not doing meetings. You know, they're just not. Well, I got a whole nother business, so I'm fine. You know, I got multiple businesses on the back end. And that's 
So I'm fine. I didn't expect it. Oh, have we bled money because there's no keynotes, no speeches? Hell yes, we have. We've lost a lot of training revenue too. A ton. Millions. No question about it. You know, um, it's cost us a fortune. But did we go out of business? No, because we had a lot of back end. We had multiple businesses that didn't need a live audience, you know. So you build it for, for security and you build it for profitability. Build both. That's all I'm really saying here. You know, so consider, so most, a lot of people are either one or the other. I would build both. It's like working the public market and the corporate market. And we'll talk about that another time. People say, which one should I do? I'd say both. For security and profitability, both. Okay. So consider these things. The, the, the one thing I want to end with is um, the biggest mistake I see people make is they're not good enough keynote speakers. They think they are because their mother told them they were good. Their brother told them they're good. Their wife or husband told them they were good. They went to Toastmasters Club and they won the ribbon. They went to Dale Carnegie and won a pencil. And people say, yeah, you're really good. I'm talking about really good to get paid. I can throw a Nerf football. I can throw a regular NFL football. You know, I could throw a spiral for about maybe 30 or 40 feet and it'll look pretty good. But so far, the Atlanta Falcons have not called. I live in Atlanta, outside of Atlanta. The Atlanta Falcons have not called me to play quarterback, not even backup quarterback. You know why? Because no one is ever going to pay me to throw a football. Too old, too slow. Even when I wasn't too old and too slow, I, could, I don't have that kind of I, – I don't throw for money. Speaking is much the same. It just doesn't look and sound like it's hard when you see someone do it well. It looks easy. Sounds easy. It's just not. Make sure you get keynote trained. That's why we tell everyone, go to the speech workshop. Go to Bill Gove's workshop. Look, it's not my program. It's Bill Gove's program. I'm just the, facil- the current facilitator of this program. It would be passed on to someone else when I'm gone or when I'm done, when Don and I are done facilitating it. It's not my, my program. It's Mental Toughness University. I just facilitate it because it's so damn good. It's produced more million-dollar speakers than any pro- all the programs put together I've ever heard of. It's unbelievable. Our last one of our last um, big graduates this year will make six million dollars. Six million dollars. Five years ago, you didn't make any. He came to the workshop. He studied it. He worked super hard. And you know, six million—that's a lot of money. We got people making millions of dollars that've graduated in the last ten years. You know, so learn this craft. It's not—you're not, not going to do it on your own. It's like learning how to play tennis. Don't try to do it on your own. You're not going to learn it on your own. You're going to have to learn it by taking lessons. You're going to have to learn how to study. Bill Gove Speech Workshop is the place to do it. That's where everyone's done it. That's where we all came from. Um, 75-year-old program. So Speech Workshop for that program, speechworkshop.com, speechworkshop.com. You can do the online version. I'd recommend the live seminar, the live workshop, but you can do the online version as well if you're so inclined or if you're out of the United States or Canada. You know, if you're in North America, I would definitely come. We had, Like I said, we had people come from Europe last weekend. Uh, it's worth it. There's no, and, they, and they thought it was worth it. They cried at the graduation. These business people, these big business people, because it's you know it's going to change your life when you learn keynote speaking skills. It's, it's a power like a superpower. You know, people say all the time, you know, as a joke, they say, oh, what's your superpower? You know, it's one of these interview questions I came up with years ago, and I don't know where they get that. It's what's your superpower? Keynote speaking, that's my superpower. That's nice. Now, we make the money on the back, but the keynote speech is what gets you in the door. It, that's what gives you the credibility to sell the back end. That's why you got to be good. It's not something you're going to cheat. It's not something you're going to phone in, and you can't fake it. You can't. You either you get a microphone and an audience in front of you, 10,000 people, 5,000 people, 25 people, whatever it is, you can't fake skill. 
You can't fake it. You can't fake being a good tennis player. You can't fake being a good golfer. You will not fake your way through it. You either have the skills or you don't. And most people don't. They go to marketing right away. They say, I need marketing. No, you don't. Not if you're not a good enough speaker. Get good. Get training. Get good. Do not shortcut keynote speaking. It's a, it's a, it's a fool's errand. It's just a dumb thing to do. But if you study it and you practice it, <laughs> the sky's the limit. You can do almost anything. So I'll stop there because I could go forever. Think about front end, back end, do both. And as always, thanks for listening to the podcast. We appreciate it. Author, speaker, podcast.org. Subscribe, and we'll talk to you on the next show. Thanks for watching.